Welcome to the Science of Flipping podcast. I'm your host, Justin Colby. Welcome back to the Science of Flipping, and guess who it is? The man that has been traveling the world. Uh, my buddy, my brother, my mentor is back to co-host this episode. We are on episode 74, and uh, look at who it is. It's Mr. Kent Clothier. What's up, dude? What's up? What's up, man? How are you? Man, I am doing wonderful. I am uh, wish I was living your life and, and spending great time all over the country. And, uh, you know, you're what? And you're in New York and you're in Florida and, and where else? Just those two or where else were you? New York, New York, Florida, and the Bahamas. Oh, dude. Yeah. Rough life. Rough life. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, life's tough. Sorry. Real tough. Somebody, somebody's got to do it, so I'll do it. <laughs> you know, they asked me to step up, so I stepped up. That's right. That's right. Hey, dude, you've put in the work. Now it's time for you to relax, man. So uh, that's where Amen, I come brother. in, and now it's my time to hump through it and put the weight on my shoulders. So um, listen, I think this, this episode's got to be something we got to talk about what is everywhere right now. I know you are a big component of it myself, but the Netflix special, I Am Not Your Guru, uh, with Tony Robbins, um, I think we need to talk about it because it's everywhere, right? Yeah, I man. I think it's... Uh, Arguably, to me, one of the more impactful, I, I call it a documentary, um, just for lack of a better word of saying it, you know, but I thought it had great impact on me, and I know it did on you, and, and for multiple reasons, and so I just wanted to kind of get it out there and, and see what Yeah, you're man, I think, I think it's kind of cool because I think that, um, you know, uh, I don't know, there's no doubt that anybody that is successful or that has any interest in personal development or any interest in, you know, reaching higher and achieving more, they're going to naturally gravitate to it. But I think they're probably those types of people have already heard of Tony Robbins and they've already probably been to at least one of his events or read one of his books or, you know, something. Right. And so, uh, it'd be really interesting to see how many new people come into his world. Um, but I thought they did a hell of a job. I mean, at the end of the day, it is not easy to take a six-day event and somehow carve out, um, you know, what they did there and create such an engaging movie that, I mean, you were just you were just waiting, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't wait for next the next thing, and I mean, that's just not easy to do. So, just, I mean, they hats off to those guys because it's a great. They did a great job telling a story. They did a great job in giving you just enough. Uh, to where you want more, so I'm, I'm sure people are going to go buy, you know, more of his events and more of his his teachings. And they, you know, for me, there was a bunch of big takeaways. What was a big takeaway for you there? For me, quite honestly, some of the most powerful. I got very emotional watching it. I think it was uh, whatever was going on there. I was able to resonate. And part of what the emotion and the big takeaway is how in this Tony is right. And I say that coming from a perspective of. Uh, you've been on stage for many, many more years than I have, but together we've been on stage together and there's a level of that side of the business that we know, right? And to see Tony get into the crowd and to create the emotion within himself. I mean, he is, when he's speaking to that woman about her, uh, the Brazilian woman who came from that cult, you know, thing without giving too much of the movie away and how he is completely brought to tears but and I'm getting shivers talking about it, right? It, and standing there in this stoic yet completely emotional, uh, he, it, 
energy, right? But he was there for her 100%, but tears are just streaming down. His, I mean, I was like, I moved to tears during that moment, right? No and doubt. the takeaway there was just, he cares, right? This is not blowing smoke. This is not, you know, I just want to go make a bunch of money and do a bunch of events and rah, rah, make a bunch of money. Like, he is really there to make an impact on, I think there's 2,500 people. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, I think that, you know, Certainly from an educator and a, and a speaker standpoint, right? It's, it's really fascinating to watch somebody that's present at that level, right? I mean, cause let's be honest. I mean, he could, he could sell that entire event out at $5,000 a pop and quite frankly, not show up, have right. other people show up, him just kind of be a keynote speaker and it would probably be fantastic. Right. The fact, the fact that, uh, you know, outside appearances are that he was right in the middle of it each and every day and that he was so present, uh, at least for what they edited and put in there, was really powerful. I think the, probably the biggest takeaway for, for me personally, um, or, or a couple of them, were how it takes a village, right? I mean, although he is certainly the focus of the event, the reality of it is is there are a lot of people that were involved in putting that event on. I mean, you saw all those volunteers, hundreds and hundreds of volunteers. You saw them. Um, it would be really difficult for him to do what he was doing if those people weren't doing deep dives and truly getting in and asking the questions and trying to figure out how they could help somebody at a really, really deep level and arming him with that information. Yeah. Um, I thought that was fascinating. I mean, basically, I don't know if you noticed, but when he walks on stage, he had the um, the pictures of people in the audience laid out on the stage flat so he could see it. Yeah. I mean, that kind of caring and that kind of, um, you know, obsession with doing it right and not leaving anything to risk, I thought was fascinating. I also thought it was fascinating that he knew statistically there's 2,500 people in the room that it, between 12 and 20 were su- suicidal at that particular moment. Crazy, I was like, Easy, right? I guess when you, I mean, that was really shocking, right? And uh, I mean, called him out and, and was more than willing to jump right in the middle of it. And I mean, he's, I mean, he's a master. There's, there, he, it's, we all have our, our gifts and his gift. I mean, it's very self evident when you watch that. It was just fascinating. Yeah, there's, there's two other points that you brought up. One, calling the people out. Dude, you are awesome at calling people out. But you are not a speck to what Tony Robbins does with that mother and daughter combo. I yeah, literally I mean, was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at one point, he called her a whore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was not, he's not scared. But you know what? Um, and, and, you know, you've seen me do some of this from time to time. And like you said, I'm not even a, a one tenth of one fraction of what that guy is. But, my, but the point is, is that if you want to reach somebody, you got to be willing to go as as deep as they need you to go, and yeah. and there's a lot of people that, quite frankly, have their heads so far up their ass, and and they and they just if if they didn't want the help, they wouldn't be in the room, right? And so if you frame it that way, like, and you're standing at the front of the room, and you're like, listen, if these people had all the answers, guess where they wouldn't be? Yeah, here. So by virtue of being here, and by virtue of raising their hands, by virtue of standing up, and by virtue of you know effectively saying, I want this help. At that moment, they've armed you with everything they need that, that you need as a, as a mentor and as a trainer and as somebody that truly cares that you owe it to them no doubt. to go all out. No I mean, doubt. if you don't, you're doing them an injustice. And if that means you've got to use some, you know, pretty harsh language to kind of, you know, that, that harsh language, and you've actually heard me say this before, I use really strong language from the stage and I do it for effect. 
Uh, and the reason I do it is because I'm trying to, uh, you know, it's what's called a pattern interrupt. I'm trying to make sure this person remembers this moment. Yeah. And that where if I just say, hey, you know, you should try to do better. Or I basically <laughs> say, hey, get your head out of your ass. You're acting like a complete asshole. Step up. Do what's right by your family. Don't, you know, stop being a, a puss. And, and do. I mean, that will, has a much more significant effect because they'll never forget it. No doubt. Right. There's and no it's. Doubt. That's what it's. That's what it's designed to do: is to shock the shit out of them. And if you're not prepared for that, watching the movie, it's. I guarantee there's all kinds of people that have no idea that Tony Robbins speaks like that from the I, stage, right? I've, oh I've, yeah, I've never been. To I knew. Events. Yeah, I've been to. Yeah, I've been to women's events, so I knew, right? Oh, I mean, okay, dude. Yeah, I mean, I was like, holy tone. Like he comes out out the gates. It's f this, fuck that, and you're like, wow, okay. And to me, there's a relatability, right? And I think that's. Yeah, For my personality. I like that. I want to know that you're a normal person. And you're not cookie cutter, you know, Mister Speaker on stage. Like you're out there cussing, just like we are when we're having a bad day, right? Totally. I mean, that's what I mean. The vast majority of people out there, this is the way they talk from time to time. Yep. Um, and anybody that would be offended by that are not his client anyway. Yeah. It's that simple, right? I mean, because that's who he really is, and that's what he's really trying to do. And if you lose, if you lose in the message, um, I mean, if you lose the message because of he uses colorful language, then shame on you. You know, you okay. you're one of those people that crossed your arms and decided that you're too good to learn, and that's just you'll get exactly what you deserve if you're going to be that way. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a guy that, uh, in spite of everything, has achieved success at, at, at a massive level. I tell you one thing that I thought was really good. And I think a lot of people, by the way, you know, everybody that's listening to this and watching this, hopefully they, they, everybody's picking up. You need to go watch the movie. It's called <laughs> yeah. I, I Am Not Your Guru on Netflix. Just yeah. do yourself a favor, set aside two hours and go watch it. Yeah. It's really interesting. I definitely let my 11-year-old daughter watch it with me. And yes, there was colorful language and no, you know, she's heard me say those words before. So I didn't back up at all. I let her just sit there and watch it. And ironically... She's asked me every day since we watched it if we could watch it again. That's awesome. Dude. She and I have sat down and watched it twice already. And when we get done watching it, we talk about what she picked up in that particular time she watched it. It's that impactful. But I thought it was really cool when he basically told that young lady, like, because we have, you know, there's definitely people here that are that are listening that do this, right? We all do it to a certain degree. We blame others, right? Blame a situation when we're the, the young lady had blamed her father for all the bad stuff. And he flipped it on and was like, well, you need to blame him for the good stuff too. Yeah. Because you would not be who you are. Shivers again. No. If it had been for all of it, right? And that's so freaking true. I say this to my, you know, to my wife all the time. I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, um, we, you all, we're all a product of our own experiences. And everything that's happened puts you here at this place. So the good, the bad, everything here. And this is a place we both really like to be. So we can't hit, sit here and say – you know, all the bad stuff didn't matter because all the bad stuff is part of what put us here as well, right? That's right. And it's it's so true. So true. Yeah. It was uh, that for me personally, on a personal note, that was 100% me, right? So I could sit here and I can blame my mother and my father and my stepfather, all of them being alcoholics, all of them taking drugs, me basically having to raise myself as an only child. And to this day, I work on this, right? But that part, and there's so many yeah. great parts. I literally sat there and stood up. I'm sitting on my couch alone and I stand up and I'm just shivering everywhere because I can sit here and blame my mom. But if my mom was 
awesome and perfect, I'm not the person who I am proud to be today. Tony says it himself, right? It's exactly what he said about his own mother, right? Which was so true. He's like, if I, if she had been what I wanted her to be, then I wouldn't be who I am today. Right. He sat around and said, man, I wish she was cool. I wish she didn't beat me. I wish she didn't, you know, do all these things. But if he had actually been that, then he wouldn't be as resolute uh, on changing people's lives and being able to be so empathetic with them and being able to really care about them and nurturing and pouring himself into it because he'd have been a completely different guy. Yeah. So you can't blame the good without, I mean, can't blame the bad without blaming the good. I thought that was really good. And it's a great lesson for people that are, that are struggling. Yeah. Right. I mean, these moments define you, let them make you stronger. They're going to, you know, they help mold you into who ultimately you're going to, uh, gonna be gonna become it doesn't it doesn't feel like that when you go through tough times right tough times suck yeah but man if you can come out on the other side of it and and you know when you share your story or i share my story people get a lot of um they they derive a lot of power yeah within themselves because people share their stories right and so you would not be able to do that and impact people if you hadn't gone through what you've gone through. No doubt. So that's the good that comes out of it. It is, you know, you can't, you can't knock it. There's no doubt. There's no, I mean, again, it was unbelievable. And, and I think one of the other kind of higher level takeaways you brought up and I'll just second it is the commitment level that Tony and his entire team go through for those six days. Un, it, in my mind, because I've never been to one of his events, I've been to similar events with similar type of people. The fact that they end at midnight and then they go back to his house, his whole team, and then they continue to map out the next day. You and right. I done events together, dude, and we know after one day how tired we are. And they do this every night at midnight, for God's sakes. Yeah, it was, it, it was impressive. It was really impressive. I mean, and then he's up in the morning and he's doing his yoga and he's doing his vocal, vocal stuff and he's doing the you know, arm rate. I mean, I'm just like, man... There's, I, I say this to Eddie all the time about certain level of success, right? Like whether it's um, the Bill Gates, the Tony Robbinses, uh, even Sean P. Diddy Combs, right? Puff Daddy. There's that certain level of being so extreme that creates part of their success. And, and I saw that with Tony. I mean, that is an extreme state that he goes to to be able to take all day from literally 11 a.m. I think it started until midnight. Then his team goes back to his house so he can make sure the next day is planned. Dude, that's, I mean, commitment beyond commitment, right? Well, again, yeah, it's commitment, but it's also you are a product of the people you surround yourself with. I mean, that, there's a great lesson there in that you know, we experience this somewhat in my, in, in my own core business today, right? I get to be the guy out front. I get to be the guy in the videos. I get to be the guy on the stage and all that kind of good stuff. But you and I both know very intimately there are a lot of people in this company and there are a lot of people that truly, truly care in this company. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we were almost, I think, 40 employees at this point just on the education side. And there's at least another 75 to 100 on the Memphis and Best side, right? Not to mention how many of you guys have at Phoenix Wealth Builders. Right. I mean, all collectively, there's a couple hundred people between these three organizations that are kind of talking, you know, to, to mutual clients at any given time. And that's... Uh, it, it's one thing to be Tony Robbins to whole another thing when you realize it's a, the Tony Robbins organization, right? And there's a lot of really quality people all the way around him, obviously. Uh, and it became very evident. I mean, it was cool. You got to see that 
like I said, I mean, even the volunteers, right? The volunteers at the event that were sitting down there working with people one-on-one and getting all that information and they're meeting in the mornings before and discussing, you know, kind of strategizing on the best way to help people and all that. I mean, dude, it's just like, wow, this yeah. is so impressive. Yeah, he gets to be the guy out front and he gets to pour all his soul into what he's doing. But no doubt, I mean, I guarantee he would tell you that, you know, part of what allows him to do that is because he's got such an amazing team behind him that are that he just knows it's being handled. I mean, yeah, that's it was really, really impressive. I also thought it was really impressive that his wife was there with him and on the stage and, and participating. I mean, I think that's a a massive benefit when oh, you've yeah. got your significant other that is, you know, arm in arm and totally is a part of the process of. Uh, I mean, I think that was really, really cool. It's a, it's a great movie, man. I mean, it is, it is. And I, and I, and I'm not, and what's ironic is I'm not really that guy. I mean, as much as I'm that guy to our students, um, I don't really go to a lot of those events. I don't go, I mean, I read a lot and I yeah. study a lot of books and I, and I really, you know, hone my craft, but I'm not the guy that's, you know, goes to burn offs events or Tony Robbins or anybody's or, you know, T. Harv Ever. I don't go to those events because it's it's just not my thing. Yeah. And so for me to sit here and say, dude, this was badass. Yeah. It's it's badass. It's not a little raw raw session. It's really hardcore. And I was really impressed. Eddie and I put a bet on how much it would take to get your ass there for this next one. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't, we're going to spend more on the bet with Kent than we will buying tickets to get. Well, what's funny is I was talking to my trainer this morning, you know, because it's like you said, this has kind of been the talk all week in, in all of my circles. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, I was talking to my trainer this, this week and I was like, you know, I feel like such an asshole because um, to, to our community, I'm that guy, right? right? Uh, I'm the leader. I'm the guy getting in their heads, helping them, you know, breaking, helping them experience breakthroughs, all that kind of stuff. And I take a lot of pride in, in in what I do, but I don't. I, I I just don't go to those events. And I'm like, it's kind of a kind of a dick thing, you know. I think I should. I was like, I was sitting there because I, for me to jump around for six days and act like a moron and, and totally uh, check my ego at the door and just say, you know what, I'm just going to completely immerse myself in this experience and all that. It's just not, it's very uncomfortable, but that's the point. <laughs> I was just going to say that to you. Dude. And I was just like, you know what, dude? So, I mean, I've actually been online looking at the next events and I'm like, I, I just got to do this. I got to humble myself and just go. And the, the challenge is going to be when I come back, all you guys are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> No I doubt. Come back, you, you think I'm a, you think I'm fired up now? I come back from that event, the entire company yeah. is going to be set on fire yeah. immediately. No doubt, no doubt. I will be ready, dude. Go. I mean, we literally Eddie and I were like, can we get it out to? I guess it's in August in Florida or something. And we can't, right? I mean, there's just so much going on. There's just no way. But dude, if you can get your ass there, dude. I, I, I mean, Seam and I actually talked about it. There's one coming in San Diego that I don't think is the right one for us. But Date with Destiny is in December in Boca Raton. I mean, we already looked. Do it, dude. All right. And so we'll see. Oh, how about the girl just clipping her husband's balls off right in front of everybody after he had just roared in front of the crowd? Oh, my God. Just neutered him right there. I've been drinking with that dude, Lance, in San Francisco. He lives in San Francisco. And I remember so vividly because his wit- crazy ass hair where he's like basically bald, but he has like eight pieces of hair that stand straight up. Yeah. And when I was drinking with him, I'm like, your hair is nuts, bro. But never thought about it again. Right. It was a mutual induction, you know, friend of a yeah. friend or whatever. And dude, he got 
right after, right after he was so empowered to be a man, his wife just shuts I'm him game. down. We are within minutes of him yelling like a jackass in front of 2,500 people and it being built up. And now it's built up in front of millions of people and watch him get neutered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're everyone's personal fear. There's no doubt. I don't want to go to this thing and look stupid. Ooh, just millions of people now. It is what it is, right? Dude, you got it. Well, listen. Uh, we are, are wrapped up. I think you and I both completely endorse. I mean, you know, we don't, you know, go out and endorse things, but this is something that was just so impactful to both of us. So, for oh, so many reasons. Bro. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, Kent, if, you know, people a lot of times will hit me up about possibly you talked about coaching or mentoring. Where do you want to drive them to go? If they're interested in, in speaking with our team about getting some coaching and some mentoring about the real estate investing business, where do you want to drive them to? Uh, just go to alliancewithkent.com. That's the best place to start. And then what we will do is we will set up a specific page for you know the listeners of the science of flipping here uh, in the near future. But as of this particular podcast, they will always be able to go to alliancewithkent.com. And when they when you're in there, just make sure that you let everybody know that or let our team know that you came from this particular podcast. Very cool. Yeah, guys, we're always here for you. The the whole point of this podcast is to give systems and tools and processes for your real estate investing business. But beyond that, a lot of what we'll also get into is the mindset, what it takes, some cool things out there like this documentary um, to, to just help you continue to grow. Cause you know, Kent being my mentor and my, my older brother has always been able to ingrain in me that, you, you know, my wealth is only grow as far as I grow inside. Right. And so I got to continue to grow as a person to be able to create the life I want to live. So I think that's the point of this podcast, right? This is definitely something to help grow from. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't want to go read the books. Well, here you got, there's a great movie. Go watch it. You'll enjoy it. Amen. All right, guys, that is it. We are off. Thank you for being a loyal listener again. And Kent, thank you for uh, being here and uh, we will uh, see you next week. See you guys. Take care. Peace.